Welcome to the SportsWagers.ca podcast with Brian Sherwood-Steinberg and Matthew Finney. Welcome to the SportsWagers.ca podcast. I am Matthew Finney, and uh, this week we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, as I record this, it's Monday morning after a big uh, weekend of NFL football, of course. And so just to give you a little peek behind the curtain, we're just going to, I'm going to call Brian here on Skype, and uh, we're just going to yak like we would any other day. So hold on here, and let's see if we can get Brian on the line. you there hello 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 what's going on can you hear me of course oh okay good i'm a broadcast professional all right nothing i'm just uh looking over this football game tonight we have some jets tickets working that's something i got three how many do you got um, I'm going to check right now. I think I got three also, believe it or not. You mean we actually made tickets at the same time and somehow didn't, <laughs> got them right and didn't fuck them up somehow? Like, we said no, make I don't tickets. think we made them at the same didn't time, Didn't we? Oh. oh, shit. I didn't know. Hey, you get any of that New Orleans minus six and a half plus 400 yesterday? Just saying. How, no, fu- you how know fucking why? good was that? I actually fell asleep yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> I was exhausted, honestly. Well, I get week. it. Yeah, I get it. You know, I'm, like I just get up early every day. And, uh, you know, it, on, on Sunday, I was up really early, like yeah. 530. Oh, fuck. By two o'clock. Yeah. You know, I kind of conked out on the couch, man. It'll happen. It will happen. Oh, yeah. I learned something about switching your team on Bet3652 on their parlays. You really can't do it. You're kind of fucked. You can add teams to it, but even then, it still kind of fucks with your ticket. So I'll. Uh, no, no, but you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. What you do is if you got one game left, right? Let's say the ticket's paid. Yeah, you got to bet it manually on the other side to get the value out of it. You can't just go in and like. Yeah, exactly. Be, I think it's just. You don't the, edit the bet. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize the edit the bet thing was like they cash it out for you and then book you a new ticket with the what your you know what your cash out stake was on the new ticket so it's not even yeah it's not quite uh it's not like yeah, an open it's, it's not like an open-ended yeah it's not like an open-ended parlay or anything lovely i got three tickets also yeah i had a uh I put New Orleans six and a half at four to one with uh, Seattle minus nine and a half. And obviously that was no good, which was fine, though, because the only friggin two of all those small parlay tickets I had with San Diego and Houston and all those small dogs, only Baltimore hit, which is kind of funny, I guess, in a not so funny way. That Charger game was particularly painful. That was two tickets ripped up at the end of that. So unfortunately. But then I had him with uh, the Cowboys minus nine and a half as well at two to one on to uh, just a, a, sh- a bunch of fights. So I got about, you know, 12 or 15 Char- tickets working on to the UFCs for the next couple of months anyway. The Chargers uh, somehow, someway always seem to be involved in these bizarre finishes. Yeah. Like, how do they get 
themselves into those situations. It's it's every year, like three, four, five games. Yeah. Every fucking year, they find a way to, like, it, it. It's it's they find these unexplainable ways to lose games. Yeah. You know. Oh, the other you game know? is burned into my mind, man. They get down to the one. Then you get the holding call. Then it comes back. Then the pass interference. Then they go back. Then he's freaking stopped. Then he fumbles it. And we're done. Thank you. This is what I don't understand, okay? Like, uh, who's the greatest coach and greatest the greatest coach-quarterback combo in the history of the NFL, right? Belichick and uh, and Brady. What do they do when they get to the one foot? For 20 fucking years. For 20 fucking years. What do they do when they get to the to the one inch line or two inch line? They 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 snap the ball and Brady puts his arm three feet in front of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And well, even yeah. yeah that's, and he gets a touchdown every time. Yeah. They snap the ball and he puts his arm in front of his body, two feet, touchdown. Yeah. Every time, like for twenty fucking years, they've been doing it, and these coaches are trying to figure out a way to get in from the one inch line. Yeah. And they can't do it. Fucking incredible! It it was painful. So I had t- I had two tickets onto the Chargers, so I ripped those up. But like, everything else got torched in the morning. Houston, of course, was no good. I mean, Atlanta I didn't like, but I just used them as add-ons, obviously, earlier in the week. And so I was hoping maybe they get out to a little more than a three nothing lead, and I could uh, have some options there. But they did not, unfortunately. Anyway, uh, you know, no. I'm not. Uh, we went one and three yesterday. It's not. It was. It was our worst week, and it wasn't so bad because. You know, the, we could have got it could have been a lot worse. We we dodged some bullets yesterday by laying off Chicago, by laying off yeah. uh, the Giants, right? Oh, that Cardinal game that, that was kind of painful. I, I love those Cardinals earlier in the week, and I didn't uh, I didn't put any tickets onto them, and uh, yeah, that was too bad, unfortunately. But yeah, they were good. I mean, granted, you know, it came down to the end, but that was another good for for in game two. You're probably snoozing too, but when the Cardinals went up seventeen nothing there or whatever, I kind of said, hey, you know, taking back ten or ten or twelve points with the Giants here is probably not such a bad idea. So that yeah, worked out well as well. 17, so 14. yeah. So oh yeah, and right away it was freaking they're right back into it. So those bad teams with big leads early, you just you almost gotta just hold your nose and take the points. Because there's a good chance the other side's going to come back and at least give you. A, you can either middle it or or something, or just ride up an inflated number. So. So what do we got happening this week? We got. Uh, no so less, bad. no less than four double-digit spreads. No big deal. What a year! Holy fuck! Thursday night, Minnesota sixteen. Yeah. Rams are thirteen and a half. <laughs> Pats ten and a half over Cleveland. That's I mean, I know it's a we we say it's a favorite number when it opens, but I mean that's. I would bet that right this fucking wow. second. I, I am betting. It's coming right down. You, you'll, you'll you'll beat that closing line, I'm sure. So you'll see how that goes for you. No, but it's ten and a half now. Like the other joint, like this is on bet three six five, right? Yeah. Ten and a half. The other joints won't put a number up because. Oh, because yeah, right, yeah. That uh, no, playing. playing tonight. That's right. What if Brady goes down? Yeah. What if Brady goes down? Yeah. Let's say he doesn't go down. Let's say he stays upright. And they have still a bad night. A pretty good number. Yeah. He still got a decent ticket if he stays upright. He can get injured. What if he gets injured? You got a fucking ticket that's gold, right? It's gold. Like that's a bet like that is like that's worth. You can always buy it back. You can always eat the vig. 
right? So that's a bet that should be made. I'm going to make that bet right now, actually, because it's fucking ridiculous. Do they got a uh, alternate uh, spread up yet? Maybe we can do a. Oh no, there's only seven bets on it. Even Cleveland at three seventy-five is probably worth a couple of tickets onto something. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that later for sure. And what if, what if, what if New England looks like garbage tonight? Yeah. What? That's not possible. Well, it's been the our, Jets can't yeah. win. The Jets can't win tonight. It'd be cool if they did. You know, like New England is not this great, unbeatable team. You know, if you're what, like, you know, if you're watching the games now, the announcers are starting to talk about, you know, the playoffs and the Super Bowl and who looks good and who oh, looks yeah. bad, yeah. and all you hear is how good New England is. You know, who's going to challenge New England in the AFC? Who the fuck is going to challenge New England in the AOC? That's that's what you're hearing now. And to me, who the fuck have they beat? Washington, the Jets without Darnold, uh, and the other garbage team who's at Miami, right? They played the Giants. The Giants. The Giants. The Giants could have won that game. If they didn't shoot themselves yeah. in the foot, not once, not twice. Uh, not spot, three no, times, they spot in the first, times. yeah, spot in the first two okay. touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, they like they could have won that game, and the other game that they won was the Bills that they had no business winning. They played that entire game from their own ten yard line. I kid you not. They got statistically torched by the Bills. How do you get statistically torched by the Bills? But they win. But they win, and they're six and zero, and they're undefeated because they beat a bunch of fucking garbage teams. And now they're nine and a half on the road against the Jets. This seriously might be the best bet of the year right now. The bo- I don't know about the best bet, the best value bet of the year so far. And uh, honestly, I think the Jets can win tonight. As long as they don't make dumb mistakes, they're going to win this game tonight. As long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot, they are going to win tonight. I know that's, you know, nuts, but. Oh, you've been riding the Pats for a while now, so. They're not that good. They seriously are not that good. Brady is a fraction of what he was. Yeah. Now he's smart, and smart counts for something. Belichick is smart, and smart counts for something. He's smarter than every, you know, all you hear is he's a genius. He's not a genius. Just all the other guys are idiots. Complete idiots. Well, you know, and yeah. he, he doesn't make mistakes like the rest of them. And, and you know, like we said last week, he just waits and he waits and he waits and he waits until the opposition inevitably makes a mistake and they capitalize. And if the Jets don't turn it over, they don't do anything stupid tonight, they're going to be in that game right to the end. I'll miss a guy like Jason Garrett when he goes just because, you know, he provides so much entertainment in those games because he's just so stupid all the time. Every game, there's two or three things he does that you just shake your head at. It's, uh... and, and look at the Jets, right? Just think about the Jets for a sec. In week one, they were up 16 nothing on the Bills, right? Up 16 nothing on the Bills. And then in the fourth quarter, they took their foot off the pedal. They're not the first team that got caught. 
taking their foot off the pedal. Momentum changes, and you can't get it back. Now, Arizona did the same thing with Detroit in week one, up 24-6 in the, in the fourth quarter. Anyway, the Bills ended up winning 17-16, right? Yeah. And then, uh, fall, and then uh, Darnold goes down. So, you know, throw out weeks two, three, four, five, and six. Or, uh, you know, uh, uh, Darnold comes back and they beat Dallas 24-16. So just think about what they've done with Darnold in there. They had to build 16 nothing, and they beat Dallas. That's what they've done with Darnold. And as it turns out, you know, Dallas' stock was down, but well, they looked pretty good last night. So maybe that win over Dallas is better than it looks. Well, it's got to be a reason that, you know, coming out of that draft here, too, that Darnold was the, you know, everyone thought was the most NFL-ready quarterback, was the best quarterback in that draft. So And he, he is. Yeah. And he was tremendous in preseason. He had a great camp, great preseason. He was really good last week in his first game back. He was good in week one. And now he's, uh, you know, he's got that – He's got that game, like you know, after after the layoff, he's got that game under his belt, and tonight's game is like, you know, that's it's like their Super Bowl, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So, such a good bet tonight. I just hope they don't do anything dumb. I don't think they're going to be dumb. I actually like their coach. <laughs> Adam Gaze. <laughs> Well, we can we can talk about that if you'd like. I don't well, I don't. I should say I like. Yeah, well, that likes is pretty strong word. Decisions aren't great, but he well, does have a good offensive mind. Yeah, off the field, he's a bit of a freak. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, you know, and then uh, I'm starting to think now. I'm playing these hockey games, these NHL games. How the minus a half in regulation might be the best value bets in in in, in all the sports. Well, the Flames last night were. I mean, you know, they're, they're, like you said, those in the the ones that are in that 180, 190, two to one, two ten range are they're really good. Those teams come to play, and they're you almost feel, oh. yeah. You almost feel like betting betting them blindly. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah. Vancouver, Calgary, and uh, Edmonton. Yeah, you know, they're great bets. They're just great bets, man. I didn't want to get too, too greedy with that New Orleans six and a half. So I thought, well, you know, it'd be too bad if they just, you know, won at, you know, 190 or whatever it was. So I did a, just a wheel with the Flames 190 onto New Orleans, like 180, whatever it was. Yeah, 180 New Orleans and the Flames. And that New Orleans early paid out to it, bet 365, because they were up 17 nothing. So I got a little bit of a sweat on the six and a half. The Bears got two touchdowns in the last four minutes. And if they would have got one more, then I would have been ripping up those tickets. But, you know, it worked out okay. When it counted most, Trubinsky looked like a piece of shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it counted. In the garbage time? He's the man. He, yeah. He... <laughs> when, the, when the Saints are playing the, the softest defense yeah. up 20? Oh, yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Well, Minnesota's, you know, Kirk Cousins was in that category. But Minnesota's yeah. credibility went through the roof yesterday. Popular man today. Yeah. Anyway, Minnesota's credibility went through the roof today. You know, that was after... a big win, yeah. I mean, we we like the Lions. How, how, you know, how do you not like the Lions? But they kicked they kicked them they kicked them down good. So there's no uh, 
<laughs> well, Kirk, like, minute, yeah. you know, the knock on Cousins was he couldn't win a big game. Was yeah. that a big game last week? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a big game. No, not 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 in the real scheme of things. Was it a big game? No, not really. But Thir- Minnesota's credibility yeah. went way up. They now have three double-digit wins in a row. The last one on the road. Who do they play this? Oh, they're a 16-point favorite over Washington. Well, now you can, now now the, here's the question: Is Washington obviously Cousins' old team coming to Minnesota? Is that a big game? It is in prime time, but like I, that it's hard to take anything from that Redskins 49ers game yesterday because it was just played in the friggin' mud pit and they didn't they ran the you know I think they uh, they said they played that game on like two hours 36 minutes or something the, the, the quickest game in 10 or 15 years because most both sides just ran the ball until it was time to go home pretty much so. You know, maybe the, will the Redskins have anything for him on Thursday night? I don't know. Like I said, Minnesota's stock is high for sure, but that's a, a pretty ridiculous number. And does Cousins want to stick it to the Redskins? Does he want to stick it to them? That can work against you too, though, right? Like, you know, maybe yeah, it's... Yeah. Maybe they want to stick it to him. Maybe they yeah. want to... Or yeah. just, you know, he starts trying a little bit too. You know, it's one thing to go out there and just start flinging it around, you know, and, and you know, after a couple of bad games. But now they've got a little bit of momentum. I think Thielen's hurt. Um, he, I know he left yesterday's game with an injury designation of some kind. So I'm sure in a short week we'll have to see. But, you know, that might be a big number for them to lay on a Thursday night on a short week against, you know, like I said, the Redskins didn't play much of a game on Sunday. They just kind of went through the motions, it seemed, for the most part. Like, just got out of there. Yeah, and the Colts, the Colts stock went way up yesterday. That was a really good win over a good team, a really good team. That was a very impressive win. Now they're six and a half over Denver. That's the number we like. The Steelers are 15 over the Dolphins Monday night. (laughs) Well, we got Denver just getting whacked too on Thursday night, right? So we talked about the over, you know, those overreactions to primetime games too. So, but that that thing kind of that game checks a few boxes there for sure. I mean, the Steelers are 15 over the Dolphins. That seems light. (laughs) If the Bills are 17 over the over the Dolphins, the Bills at least have Josh Allen. But Pittsburgh should be at least that. Green Bay, KC. Green Bay's favorite on the road in KC. Sunday night. <laughs> well, on the road in KC. Well, I that know, tells. I know well, it's, yeah, that tells you. Yeah, because friggin'. Everyone knows why. Yeah. yeah. Carolina, San Fran, five and a half. Tampa Bay, Tennessee's two over Tampa Bay. Tennessee's two over Tampa Bay. It's interesting. That's probably a good targeted game too, Tampa Bay. You know, they've kind of been off the radar the last couple of weeks. They went to Europe or they went to uh, the UK. Oh, well, yeah, that, that Tampa game, Winston threw those five picks or whatever. That was that was the last time anybody saw his ass. So If they saw him, it was a 9.30 game. Yeah, yeah if they uh, saw that, that's right. I don't get it. Yeah. We had 7.30 here. And then they were off I missed the first week, half, no problem. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're off last week. Tennessee had a win with T- Tannehill. Yeah, it's probably a good bet there. T- Tampa Bay. We'll see. We got a couple six and a half. We got what? Raiders are six and a half. Got a couple six and a halfs this week after not having any last week, really. You know how hard it is to like the Raiders there getting six and a half. I didn't. I mean, me. I know that. I know. I, I watched most of that uh, Green Bay uh, Oakland game, and I, I obviously kind of got away from him at the end, but. You know, they played a really, really good first half of football. Like, they were right in it, you know, and uh, 
They just kind of, yeah. It's Green Bay. Green Bay gets all the breaks. Oak, I don't know if you saw it, but you're probably sleeping. Oakland was down there, and uh, you may have seen it on the highlights anyway. And they were either going ahead or had a small lead, and we're going to go up 10 or whatever. And Carr goes, and he drives to the end zone, and they call him down on the one, but he loses the ball. And so, of course, they go and review it. And it turns out the ball went through the end zone while he wasn't down. Touchback for Green Bay. Green Bay marches down the field, scores a touchdown. They score when their receiver dives out and actually gets the ball in the end zone on the exact same drive. So, you know, it was just like everything. Like, they just couldn't really help themselves. Maybe they score there and Green Bay it changes everything, right? We've talked about how many Green Bay gets every single week. Like, they got calls and bounces and reviews yesterday like a lot of things had to go their way to, to make that score look as bad as it was but i didn't think yeah, oakland, i didn't i didn't no, think oakland was that bad honestly you know yeah, man no, for man when, when, when the <laughs> when the tables were, were were fair and everything else was equal they, they, they were pretty good you know they looked pretty good they had you know they were throwing the ball car looked good throwing the ball they hit some you know guys open deep they were running the ball well but they just you, you know, know. It just goes to show you right because you know you watch the game I didn't watch the game. Yeah. I see the final score. Yeah. What does the final score say? Kick their the ass. Final score. Yeah. Yeah. So you see how misleading that can be? Yeah. You see how the final score and results play a huge influence? Like, th- that's a perfect example right there. You know? The final score, people think that the Packers kicked the Raiders' ass. You watch the game. You didn't. Now you get Oakland six and a half, the best underdog number on the board. Yeah. You know, and it's probably a great bet. You know, you you'll, you probably got three good bets today, just based on uh, next week, just based on the line. The Chargers getting five and a half at the Bears. I don't know if the Bears are go- if the market is soured on the Bears. They could be, but they got to be soured on the Chargers. Too. Yeah, yeah, that that Charger yeah. takes precedence. <laughs> takes precedence. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So the the Chargers <laughs> might be one of the better bets this week. Yeah. Five and that's a great underdog number. Raiders six and a half, and there's another six and a half this week. I'm gonna cross over on the Chiefs too this week. I'm just telling you that right now. (laughs) Well, it's funny you say the how lucky the Packers have been all year, and look at their luck this week. They run into the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 You see how luck is a funny thing. Yeah. It's a very funny thing. I have a twenty to one ticket for them to win the Super Bowl, so I'm not complaining too too much right at the moment. But you know, it's just. <laughs> it might be one of those years where they just, you know, the team needs all the breaks and all the luck to to get there. No, but no, no, not. and it's not happening. No. All right, rip that up. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I don't know if I'd rip it up. But yeah. I'm just saying, like when you get to the playoffs or the nitty gritty, they're going to get exposed. They're not good enough wow. to we'll keep f- getting those bounces. They're just not. So we'll see. Uh, and who's on the field by December? Who knows, right? You could see Jared Goff's leg fall off. Who knows? Todd Gurley. You don't know what's going to happen. Hamstring. Oh, who Rogers knows? could go down. You just don't know. You look at the league a month ago, even you know, and it changes so rapid. And a month from now, everything you think you know is going to be, you know, yeah, just throw, throw, throw it all away, you know? What was it, like San Francisco at Cincinnati? Were the 49ers a pick or something at Cincinnati in week two? Like, doesn't that look so ridiculous now? <laughs> just shit like that. Yeah, if you look back at the lines, you think like how ridiculous. It oh yeah, was, how right? bad it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But weeks, but you can go week to week. You can progressively look at the numbers and see what happened. Yeah, and it's yeah when you when you take off the body of work in between, it it looks like a little more of a sharp yeah. drop off. But so last week was uh, you know our worst week. 
But you know what? I actually feel good, you know, about last week because we dodged bullets. We didn't have a terrible week. Actually, on the day, I lost two units in a bad week. So, you know, it, it just, you know, I, I actually feel good about, I mean, uh, a, a losing week was inevitable. Yeah. Like, we were just going too good. There was, we were due for some regression. You know, it happened last week. It has to happen. You just can't win at that clip. There's too much luck involved. You know, it's like flipping a coin a lot of the times. There's too much luck involved to be winning at a 70% clip. It's just impossible. So there was some regression due. We got some regression last week. Feel great about this week. It looks like a great over and under reaction week, right? With uh, Mahomes going down, with the Colts having a great week and that number being six and a half. You know, with uh, the Titans and the Buccaneers that we talked about. You know, it looks like some good targeted games this year. Houston and and Oakland that you just spoke about. Um, You know, Chargers and Bears. Uh, Another another good. So it looks like there's some good targeted games early on, you know, this week. I don't know about Washington, Minnesota. I mean, I'm probably for sure not going to play Minnesota. (laughs) No, you can't. Six. Yeah. I can't wait 16, man. I just can't. Even the Bills yesterday, you yeah. know, like Miami looked like a lock yesterday, and they were. As it turns out, they were. They were never really. No, yeah, they. they oh, they were up in that. Jeopardy. They were up in that game with the ball, ready to score, and they turned it over. Like they yeah. just couldn't help. Yeah. Like at one point, Miami was up, uh, up five with the ball, and the Redskins and San Francisco were tied, and. Redskins were driving with the ball in San Francisco territory, and I thought, you know, the, the weight of every survivor pool was <laughs> in the balance at that moment. And then, of course, you know, right away, kind of the, the tides shifted, obviously, and that's why bad teams, you know, lose games all the time. But it, uh, you know, if you had those two teams in your pool, I was feeling pretty good. I had uh, Green Bay, so I was, I was, I was hoping those two teams were going to go down, but uh, unfortunately, they did not. So for a few minutes there, I thought I was in the money, you know? Yeah. So, it doesn't look like a bad week. Yeah. Doesn't look like a bad week at all. And I'm going to have a look at the college boards, not right this second, but I'm going to have a look at that college I'll board. I'll like pop over quick and see if they've got any nice six and a half. There is one. I think Western Kentucky is six and a half. They are playing Marshall. I'm going to be on that extra board again next week. I like those three of those four. Uh, FCS dogs killed it. Uh, no money lines yet. You got a different ring for anybody on the phone there? What the hell's going on? You got. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's the banjo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, not uh... it's not me, is it? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just because I live in Alberta doesn't mean I'm a, a big kick redneck driving my... I mean, I do have a truck, but it's like a Honda, so... And it's not jacked up. <laughs> no offense to anyone who does have a jacked up truck, you know. It gets snowy and icy around here, but still. I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not how I roll down the road anyway. Oh, yeah. Western Kentucky and Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, like I'd have tickets working on a bunch of these games, but when you're looking at 2.20 or 2, 2.05 in the afternoon for something to wheel with the uh, Saints minus 6.5, your options are limited. There's no uh, – they had no NFL 
uh, lines up for the next day. There was no college up yet, so I was looking at you know the the two afternoon games, and uh, obviously we had pivoted on off the Seahawks there, off Baltimore onto the Seahawks there. So uh, yeah, two weeks ago, yeah. two weeks ago, I just want to talk about beating the closing line, you know, which is I don't know, it's a trendy thing now. Two weeks ago, Seattle opened one and a half. Cleveland closes a one-point favorite. Seattle won outright. Yeah. Miami, um, Washington opened three and a half over Miami. Closed at five and a half, six. Or, I mean, they were pounding Washington all day. Yeah. Maybe it beat the open line on that game. Minus three and a half. You lost that one, too. Skins opened three and a half. Closed six. They, they won by a point. Jags opened one against... Uh, who did Jags play last week? New Orleans. They closed at three. They lost outright. Bronx opened two and a half against Tennessee. They closed at one. They lost outright. You know, uh, uh, the one game that beat the closing line was the Chiefs. They opened five and a half over over Houston. Yeah. Closed three and a half and lost outright. Right? A week before. Frisco opened five over Cleveland, closed at three and a half. They kicked their ass. Texas opened four against Atlanta, closed at two and a half. They, I mean, you can pick any week. You can pick. Yesterday, beating the closing line worked out a bit better, but there was a bunch of games that didn't, like Chicago, like the Giants. But uh, Seattle was a game that beat. You know, if you beat the closing line, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's that strategy. It's like anything. Know. It's not foolproof, that's for sure. I don't know why it's so popular by these plus even betters is what they're called. A plus even better means that your your objective is to beat the closing line. And that what that suggests is that the market or the public, however you want to put it, is sharper than the odds makers. And there are times when they are. Not going to say it never happens. There's bad lines. You know, we've seen it. Like, we've seen bad lines in college football. We've seen a lot of bad lines in CFL. But I don't even include the CFL because the CFL, you know, the, the odds makers for the CFL are completely different than from the other sports. Uh, I happen to know that for a fact. And they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground this year. So um, we're not even going to use that. You know, we beat the closing line on the CFL every week. And, uh, and you know, we do pretty good. So anyway, uh, back to the, the beating the closing line. What it suggests is that the market is sharper than the sports books. The sports books put out a number. And... Uh, uh, based on 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 I don't know whatever, you know sometimes they're they're um, enticing bets, uh, but they're pretty sharp. And the market does their I don't know statistical analysis of games or whatever they do, however they figure out what they're going to bet, and they make a wager. And beating the closing line suggests that the odds makers are off. I don't know. Are they off? Are they? Is the market better or sharper than the odds makers? Well, maybe they are. But based on what we're seeing and what we've been seeing for years, 
beating the closing line is not a profitable venture. When I feel, when I see that we beat the closing line, it makes me very nervous. I don't like being yeah. on that side. And I've shown it and proven it for years that it's not a good bet. You know, when you see the number coming, if you bet the favorite at four and you see it coming down all day, do you feel good about that wager? Yeah. You know you're in trouble. And 90%, well, I don't know about 90, but a large percent, a high percentage of the time, you are in trouble. You're in big trouble. Yeah. Well, there's a reason know? I jumped I on New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. I feel I want to come off those wagers right away because yeah. I know that the market is all over the same team as me. And do the, does the market win? Yeah. Like uh, I just saw know. every that line was moving that Bears line, and I saw every idiot on Twitter on the fucking Bears, and that's why I told you. Yeah. I was like, I just I, like I just had a look. I was like, I, I was almost disappointed. Minus six and a half, plus four was as high as they would let me go on three six five to make my ticky tickies. Like I want, yeah. I wanted more. I mean, Grant, that would have been a little. I probably would have gone to nine and a half, and I thought you know it would have been okay. But you know, even six, like it's just. I don't know, especially after, you know, a morning like that and you've got those three games that are kind of isolated. And, like, I was looking for anything on the – the reason I went with the Cowboys was because it looked like it, after the morning games, the Eagles were plus three and 15. And, again, I saw it was like some guy's upset special. Earlier in the, remember we talked earlier in the week. On, I was watching that Florio um, show on NBC or whatever, and his upset of the week outright was Oakland, and the other dude was the Eagles. So you know, I had that in the back of my mind too. And then just like, well, you know what? You know, we pick a side, pound the Cowboys at nine, and put you know, put Cowboys with them at nine and a half, and and just go with it. So, you know, you just know, go, just morning, go against I, the late money. Honestly, like it's not that fucking hard. Yesterday morning, I was watching CBS, the pregame show, and two of the four guys, as they're upset, picked Detroit, and right away, I, I fuck. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta let me like, know. Uh, you gotta let me know. <laughs> I wanted to go on Twitter and just say, sure. all right, everybody off Detroit now. Usually you do. Those, the, yeah, you got to let me those know. motherfuckers are never fucking right. Yeah, never. No, I, if I had, and you hear something like that, like it just makes me want to, yeah, wheel Minnesota at, at nine and a half or some shit the other way, you know, just pump it up. Yeah. They can't, they can't, they can't do it. They just can't wrap their heads around it. And like I said, when they do, do actually pick a dog and even Detroit was a, a, a pretty small dog, two, two and a half, whatever. Like when they do pick a dog, you know it's like it's just not a good play. I don't know. Beating the closing line, uh, you know, if everybody did that, there'd be a lot more winners than there are, right? No, I mean, if, if what I meant to say was, if all those people are doing it and winning, there would be, you know, a high percentage of winners because so many people are doing it and there's not. Uh, I don't know where the strategy originated or why people think it's so great, beating the closing line. Like, I don't know. Uh, to me, it's not uh, – I don't have any data, but I I pay attention. I You know, I write down every week beating the closing line and how it does, and it never wins. It never fucking wins. If it won every week, everyone would yeah. be doing it, no? Yeah. It would it would get, you know, when there's a way to make money, it gets wide, it gets spread very quickly. 
like the only thing, maybe maybe it's just because I'm I'm a simpleton, right? I've got my little tickets. I play, you know, I try to take back more than I should. Uh, Twenty to one, thirty to one shots. That's what I'm looking at. Pick a game, wheel it with a few things, blah blah blah. Maybe if you're dealing in such a high volume where. Um, the difference between a point and a, or two points or three points. Like even when we talk about picking a game now, like uh, the perfect example would have been New Orleans again. But if we like a game, we're not just going to, you know, we'll go for the kill. Like we don't think it's just going to win by one or two. And if we think it's going to fall within one or two or three points of that line, like we're probably not that interested in it. Like we, we, we pick a team because we think it's going to kick ass. And if you're sitting on a, a Bears ticket minus three and a half and it closes at minus five and a half, like are you... <sighs> I, I, I guess that that's a good position to be in, but like I, I'm like you, I don't feel good about that. Like, you know, it's you know, there's something called arbitrage, arbitraging. People do that for a living, and that's a little bit different because when you beat the cl- when you're arbitraging, that means buying one side yeah. with the intent of buying the other side. It's called our. It's you're working on pennies on the dollars, and you need a big bankroll. Like these people are investing twenty, thirty, forty, mm-hmm. fifty grand a week, right, in order to make pennies on the dollar every week, and mm-hmm. that's arbitraging. It's a betting term. It's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, uh, it's a wagering term, and people do that. You know, make pennies on the dollars. Uh, so you know you got a you got an opening line of uh, minus one twenty, and it closes at one thirty five, and you take back the dog at plus one twenty two when you laid one twenty, you know, and you're working on a two cent profit on the dollar on every dollar with yeah. no risk, right? That's called arbitraging. People do that, and I understand that when beating the closing line or going for middles, one and two point middles. You know, I understand that. On one and two point middles, you're working off a 20 to one, you know, uh, um, a 20 to one uh, margin. So, you know, that's a little bit different than beating the closing line and letting the bet ride. Completely different, completely different. And beating the opening line, like I say, like we've we've discussed many times. When you beat the market, when every when when you beat the closing line and you're letting the bet stand, you're on the same side as the market. You're on the exact same side as the market. If you bet, like if we bet uh, uh, Chicago minus three and a half, right? On uh, early last week, they closed at five and a half or six or whatever, right? And we let the bet stand. We're on the same yeah. side as the market. Or Oakland, look and, at Oakland plus seven, right? It closes at five, like. That's exactly I, right. I, I would yeah. I, I would feel sick about that ticket. Like to me, that makes yeah. me want to friggin' take Green Bay, bump them up to thirteen and a half, and let it ride. Like what what is good about that? It doesn't win. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I don't like. Am I, am I whacked in the head for thinking that win- way? Like <laughs> if it was a winning strategy, yeah. if it was a winning strategy, the entire fucking world would be doing it. Yeah. The entire but these so-called smart people they're not that smart millennium millenniums right a lot of them you know they think they got an edge there and and i don't know maybe i'm crazy i don't see where the edge is i see these losing every fucking week and it's not just nfl it's in basketball it's especially true in college basketball it's it's in nfl football you know it's in these i mean baseball uh this year was an anomaly you know, they beat the closing line this year many times and did well because 
for whatever reason, the favorites just kicked ass this year. So well, you even said early in the year too that that baseball was top heavy, but we, even then those lines were ridiculous. But by the end of the year, it was nothing. You know, the lines in in June were nothing compared to like the lines they were in in August and September. So, you know, it was just ridiculous. Anyway, if you want to play, uh, you know, beat, to beat the closing line, that's up to you. I'll, I don't, I don't, I don't wish anybody to lose. But yeah, you know, I don't to want you tell me. I'm not. Yeah, that's not my. That's not my plan anyway. So, you know, I, I, I honestly think hmm. that if you just went against the market on those big moves every week, you'd make you'd make great money. You know, that these numbers that are moving, you know, one, two, three points every yeah. week. They fucking never win. Look at last week in college. There was uh, uh, Washington State opened as a four-point, uh, a fourteen-point favorite over Colorado. Yeah. Right. That number dropped to eleven and a half by game time, and Washington State kicked their fucking ass. Yeah, I watched that right? game too. They had no they, like Colorado had no chance. To 10, yeah, yeah. It, it was as bad as it, yeah. They they waxed them. Yeah, they waxed them. So, yeah, so. you know, I don't know. Like beating the closing line. All the power to you. Good luck to you. What that strategy suggests is that the market is sharper than the sports books. And I promise you they're not. You know, so anyway. I think we got a good looking card coming up, Matt. A really good looking card this week. I'm excited about it. I was not excited about last week's card, I gotta say. You know, we toned it down, went to four games. And I liked Dallas a little bit Sunday night. I didn't post it. You know, I went one and three. I didn't want to chase yeah. the late game. You know, that's so I didn't post it. You know, good another good lesson, even though it would have won. You know, don't chase. You're going to take losses from week to week. Or you're going to take losses uh, from time to time. So, you know, lay off these chase games. I feel great about next week. I feel great about the Monday night game. And uh, uh, I'm feeling really good about hockey, you know, about laying these half pucks and taking back big prices. Uh, I feel great about it. I think it's going to be a great year in hockey. NBA starts this week. We're going to have more NBA than usual. Uh, NFL and uh, college basketball on the horizon as well. So let's put it all together. Let's get out some fucking winners and uh, let's keep this train rolling, baby. All right, well, there you go. A little Monday morning breakdown. Give you an idea of what we kind of yak about there after the football games. Have a look at the week ahead. Talk about strategies or tickets, all kinds of fun stuff like that. So if you enjoyed it, let us know. Give Brian a follow at Twitter, at SportsWagers3. Of course, myself, Matthew Finney. And uh, yeah, that's about good enough for us this week. Check out the website, SportsWagers.ca. All those free, great daily plays, of course. All the sports, like Brian said. We're all over it. We're having fun. We hope you are, too. Until next time. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the sportswagers.ca podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For free daily picks, visit sportswagers.ca.